Hello, welcome to another edition of 40 Guard Lives. I'm Derek Menke, and joining me as always is uh, Mar Lacan. How are you doing, Amar? I'm great, Derek. How you doing? I'm doing very well, very well. I can't, can't really complain. I know we always have so many interesting things to, to talk about. It keeps us up late at night sometimes, but it's uh, also good to, to solve these problems, right? The day in the life of, of us. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it, the work, the good work never ends, as they say. Yeah, absolutely. It keeps me excited for sure. And I know I know you're on your tools all the time, too. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, you know, we're 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 in um, the tis the season. Um, I think always the season now for uh, online shopping. It's definitely been a big driver ever since the pandemic uh, began. Uh, just naturally, a lot of more people at home, a lot of stores, uh, you know, big box stores that had their doors shut for a while, um, even smaller stores. Um, so distribution of e-commerce has been um, through the roof, not surprisingly. Uh, you know, if we look at even our 40 guard data, we often talk about the threats, uh, but you know, don't forget, we also have uh, um, application control as an example, um, web filtering for categorization. We're able to see legitimate traffic as well, like to um, you know, uh, online shopping sites as an example. Uh, what's, the, uh, what's the volume or increased demand that we're seeing? And just looking at some of the data, in uh, you know uh, in in Q4, uh, there's been a rise in this. Not surprisingly, again, but the numbers are still alarming. I mean, we're we're seeing over a billion uh, you know different hits uh, in October going to e-commerce sites. I think that number was up almost 140 percent. Obviously, these sites are also targets themselves. Uh, so the, as usual, there's two sides of the coin. We have the the servers and and the, and the sites themselves being compromised because there's high traffic flows, so attackers know if they can get there that they have more um, more victims in their attack surface. But then we also have these sites that are preying on the victims as well. Um, so we have to obviously educate on that. Um, you know, with that said, um, what are some of the trends you're seeing? I mean, obviously there's all these events through the, the holidays, right? You have uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, other big e-commerce, uh, you know, um, platforms that are offering deals and discounts. Um, what, what are you seeing? It seems like all year has been like a Cyber Monday or whatever you want to call it, because in the entire 2020, everyone's online. And for anyone this year, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced it. Try to buy the latest video game system or weights or like a, like a workout equipment or anything you want. Uh, you're fighting in line to get that. Uh, there's all these queues. There's all these shopping carts. I'm sure some people have been, even experienced uh, adding things to their check out and all of a sudden disappearing because the inventory is now gone. Um, so, so it's interesting when you said uh, a billion, right? Uh, I, I think you said a billion. Uh, it's just in one month. And, uh, and that, that shows, I'm not surprised because that shows just about how much, you know, how popular online shopping has become. And it's definitely become like a, a target for attackers, right? They know this. And a lot of attackers are still concentrating on what we call client side attacks, so they're attacking the victim. The victim in this case is a person shopping online. They're trying to do it through phishing attacks, through malware, um, through man-in-the-mill attacks, like to take over your wireless or a proxy server. Mm -hmm. We've seen attacks against the routers or other IoT devices, but I'm gonna really say the routers, the edge devices as well. So they're trying to really direct you on where you're going to go, intercept your transactions, or maybe trick you in some way but let's not forget the retailers themselves. And this is the scary part because traditionally at the end of the year, this is when retailers go into the black. 
like the term Black Friday sometimes gets used. Historically, Black Friday was like when retailers like became profitable, right? So imagine you think you're profitable after your big sales months and all of a sudden you realize there's been an attack, a cyber attack, and maybe your sales didn't, weren't really real or they didn't count or you lost them. That's horrible. That's horrible to think about in a business because you're counting on that to make it through to the next year. Yeah, a lot of uh, inadvertent effects that happen from these attacks, right? Uh, I mean, well, the collateral damage, I guess, right? Because you have things like essentially with these virtual queues now and all this uh, this this influx of traffic, you have distributed denial of service happening just from legitimate traffic, right? People trying to, as you say, get in queue and, and log in because there's just way more demand than there was before. And there's also obviously the logistics, the supply chain issues, and with supply chain and all that always comes security, um, you know, complexity, right? So that's that's definitely a big thing. Um, I was looking at some of the data also for, again, talking about this, the servers that are, you know, the sites themselves and those shopping carts that are under attack. That's also a big problem. Um, I was looking at some of our data in terms of our IPS coverage and, you know, there's a lot of these e-commerce platforms, right? The shopping cart platforms, some of them quite old, like some of the biggest volume for attacks we're seeing are CVEs from five years ago, in some cases, 10 plus years, which is very old infrastructure. So it also kind of paints a picture of, <laughs> I, I guess, what needs to be upgraded out there. It definitely does. Like, remember when we see hits, we're seeing attempted attacks, right? Not necessarily successful attacks. So attackers, and that, now, now I have to say this, this with a grain of salt because attackers know that a lot of people aren't going to upgrade systems. And even websites, when you upgrade websites, you may be upgrading the backend infrastructure of the website, but you may not necessarily be upgrading uh, the e-commerce piece, which is, you know, at best case scenario, maybe a plugin. At worst case scenario, scenario, it's something that's customized or very integrated into the system itself. So it's hard for them to upgrade that that portion. And that's exactly what attackers know about. And so that's why they're targeting these old attacks, which they know does work, right? I mean, uh, even if the website's been updated, maybe the backend hasn't been updated all the way. Yeah. And the other interesting thing about this attack service, so every year we talk about, you know, I've been here 16 years of Fortinet now. You've been in this space a long time. And every year um, it's a relevant threat, I would say, right? Um, but I think the difference this year is that a lot of the times in the past, they, this comes in, in surges or waves, right? Just before a big event like a Black Friday or Cyber Monday or, you know, a holiday season deals, um, you'll see that surge and then it'll subside. I think the difference now is that this is this surge, this wave has been building. It's not subsiding. It's been going since the summertime now, uh, really, because it's just more and more people. You know, I mean, the availability for physical shopping is just less and the demand is getting higher, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like you said, in the past, we've definitely seen the surge during the holiday time period as well as Valentine's Day, or really another big shopping yeah. period. Uh, but this, you know, 2020, that surge like started in March and just continued. Everyone wanted to do online shopping. Things that I know, I, I, I have friends that would have never done online shopping for things like groceries and for just basic uh, like household appliances. And now they're doing it. They're trying, you know, that's our number one source for getting goods and services for a lot of people. And that means there's a tax out there. You could be going to the most reputable, you know, reseller out there, the most reputable 
e-commerce site that has done all the backend work and security. But if you're attacked by a phishing email and that's stealing your credit card information or redirecting you to a fake website, um, there's nothing you can do about that from a, from a standpoint of except being aware of it because it's not the e-commerce site that's that's been uh, victimized. It's you that's been victimized. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Like, like I said, there's always two sides of the fence to security. Um, uh, usually more, but in general, two sides. Obviously, the uh, the, um, the server client scenarios, right, where you have, um, like like we said, the websites being talked but all, going down to the consumers. So let's talk about the consumers first. Um, what are what are the main threats, and what are the, some of the practices that that, that uh, users should be aware of? I mean, you know, for example, there's obviously the, the typical things we see, like typo squatting and these other sorts of things uh, to look out for, right? Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I think the first thing is obviously being really aware of, you know, what you're clicking on, the websites you're going to. I think the second thing I would say is um, go to reputable uh, websites, e-commerce sites, uh, retailers that you've heard of uh, that, that hopefully keeps uh, things safer. You know, have good security software on your systems that will usually check against, you know, malware URLs, you know, phishing URLs, uh, other types of malware that can get on your system. And then lastly, what I recommend to people is a lot of banks are offering things like dissolvable uh, credit card numbers, one-time use credit card numbers that you can take your, you can just generate it for a single transaction or a single retailer as well. Hey, that that helps, right? That helps keep things under protection. So there's a lot of things I think consumers can do uh, just by really, which advice I need to give myself is slow down a little bit and, and uh, just uh, you know be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, being aware of the surroundings is key, I think. Again, I, I talk about that a lot. This false sense of security people are always in, I think, when it comes to um, these virtual worlds and, uh, you know, sit, sit, <laughs> sitting in your comfortable chair, if you could get one, because they're all sold out <laughs> on the e-commerce sites and uh, and doing more shopping. And, you know, I, we always talk about the, the typical things, I think, which still take uh, which still take into effect, like uh, watching out for if, if you are not in your home, look, looking out for things like rogue access points for Wi-Fi shopping. Um, and obviously, the you mentioned the dissolvable cards. That's great. Um, also, uh, multi-factor authentication for these sites. Most of the major players offer that, of course, right? And that's relatively easy these days. Yeah, and then on on the flip side, I think if you are an e-commerce site, uh, most likely a lot of them have gone to like public cloud providers, multiple public cl cloud providers. We're still seeing attacks on the enterprise side against, as you said, old systems. Like we still see the Apache uh, struts vulnerability. You know, that's I think coming up three years now. Other website vulnerabilities as well. We're still seeing things like just basic misconfigurations, like on your storage buckets and your uh, public cloud uh, compute access systems. I think it's really important to make sure that's locked down, you know, with multi-factor authentication, with, uh, you, you know, secure authentication, making sure all the inner pieces that connect to each other, right? Whether it's cloud, whether it's container-based technology, uh, whatever those inner changes are, uh, that they should be very, very secure and tested, continuously tested as well. Uh, whether it's pen testing or breach simulation attacks or you know, having it on a on a secure fabric uh, architecture. Yeah, great points, and I think definitely something to be front of mind right now. Like I said, this this wave is is not slowing down anytime soon. I don't think, and um, it's 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 become part of this reality. So it's 
it's real. Um, and like I said, it's, it is a significant difference, I think, from, from the years past. Um, so, yeah, great, great uh, conversations as always. Um, definitely to the, the viewers and listeners out there, um, I think some good tips to, to keep in mind. Uh, this is something that affects really, really all of us. So um, stay vigilant, stay safe. Um, thanks again, Amar, for your time. It was great to see you and talk to you.